Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Jude. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. To those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace and love be yours in abundance. Dear friends, Although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They're ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who didn't believe. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, these he has kept in darkness bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. In the very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies, reject authority and heap abuse on celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These people are blemishes at your love feasts, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who feed only themselves. They are clouds without rain, blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit, and uprooted twice dead. They are wild waves of the sea, foaming up their shame, wandering stars for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones, to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and of all the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Saviour, 
be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. In his very forceful denunciation of false teachers, June seems like he's playing bingo with every naughty bloke from the Old Testament. Sodom and Gomorrah, Korah, Balaam, Cain, bingo! Jude name-checks them all. Jude also deploys hyped-up hyperbole when heaping holy hell upon the heretics. They're like bad clouds, bad trees, bad waves and bad stars. All of them bad things. All of them false. And that, I think, points to the primary thing we can take from this letter, that we should not be complacent about the threat of false teaching. We're going to need to contend for the faith. Let's try to pick our way through this culturally different minefield. None of us want to be the angry bloke who causes a church split over a misplaced comma. I think we realise it isn't helpful to constantly howl about heretics. But if we're to trust the authority and wisdom of the New Testament, we must be aware going too far in our desire to love and be generous, to let things slide and generally be nice. The key seems to revolve around who we let preach, who we give ear to, perhaps who we follow on social media. False teaching is not a small thing. It's a massive threat. It has the worst of all consequences. It will eventually send people to destruction. Most commentators think Jude was a brother of Jesus. You know, one of the ones who initially called Jesus mad, but then after the resurrection decided he was God. So Jude knows what it's like to sit on the wrong side of Jesus, to fall off the cliff of faith, only to be snatched back by God's mercy before he hit the flames. He wants all of us to avoid such a terrifying and ugly experience. And so he calls us to deliberately and repeatedly build ourselves up in the truth of the faith. He wants us to pray in the spirit and to remain conscious of God's love. Essentially, Jude wants us to keep his brother at the centre, to keep our Christianity about Christ. So here's the question. Are our conversations at small group keeping the main thing, the main thing? Are the people who preach to us prioritising the Prince of Peace? When people ask questions about God and faith, does our answer make reference to who Jesus actually was and what Jesus actually did? Is our life putting Jesus on his throne and making his truth our own? If we aren't, let's come back to him. Let's stick to the one who can keep us from stumbling. Let's refocus on the one who can keep us pure and keep us true. Then our future will be joy and we will live without fault forevermore. Here's a question for reflection. Are the people you are listening to elevating Jesus in your eyes? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.